Essay, speak like a native, practice with feedback, study, get creative. W, woke, period, consciously be aware what you saying. A, accents matter, stress and expression, romance, swagger. G, grammar check, conjugate the verbs, use the right verb tense. A, tengo un secreto, escúchame bien por un rato. Guess what, when you speak Spanish, it's not English, it's Spanish. So, sprinkle that swag, stop walking around posting like, yeah, you me llamo. Dude, you sound ridiculous. Your ignorance is not conspicuous. Hey, I'm speaking from experience, not a guru who's striving for excellence. Been speaking at Espanol desde el colegio. No más monolingüe, Spanish web drip, yo soy bilingüe. And you can do it too. Apply the Spanish swag, you'll see you. Hey, this, 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 speak like a native. Practice with feedback, study, get creative. W, woke, period, consciously be aware what you're saying. Hey, accents matter, stress and expression, romance, swagger. Hola, 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 everybody. Hola, everybody. How's everyone doing? Espero que todos se encuentran bien. Yo me llamo Jesse Feliz. My name is Jesse Feliz. That is J E S I E. Feliz, not Feliz. Feliz Navidad. No. Fe, A, E, E. Feliz. Yo me llamo Jesse Feliz. My name is Jesse Feliz. I am your host here with Spanish Swag. Yo estoy bien agradecida por todos ustedes. I'm so thankful for all of you all. And that word agradecida, we will be using that a whole lot because that is a theme for today's show. We are talking about el agradecimiento. I love that word, being thankful. And as we are on this journey together to learn, laugh, ha, 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 and grow together in our second language acquisition, for some it may be your third or fourth language, but as we grow together and learn, in the Spanish language, as I will continue to say, it is about practicing woke bilingualism, right? And so that wokeness means being mindful. You got that right. So right now in Los Estados Unidos, say it with me, Los Estados Unidos, not Unidos. Unidos, Los Estados Unidos in the United States. This is the week when we celebrate on a national level El Dia de Acción de Gracias, or Thanksgiving. And we know the history of this Dia Festivo, of this holiday, is not in favor of the lives of Native Americans. Nope. And so I'm not here to talk about the importance of this holiday or whether someone should or should not um, celebrate it. Seek the Creator. Um, while he is near and seek your own truth and study history and you make that decision. Nonetheless, what I am here to talk about is this concept of being thankful. Para ser agradecido, agradecida. And during this time of year, we frequently talk about, oh, it's time to be thankful. Pero todos los días, diariamente, every single day, we should be thankful. And why? ¿Por qué estás tú agradecido? Why are you thankful? ¿Por qué estoy yo agradecida? Why am I thankful? Um, there's different things and people that we can be thankful for, but that why factor, I want to dig a little bit deeper. I'm thinking about this quote that was presented to me a while ago, and I have to say anonymous slash unknown because, perdóname, I do not know who... Um, created this quote, and it is in Spanish, but one thing that I would like to encourage all of you all in your language development, I have tarjetitas, like um, index cards, and whenever I 
come across a phrase or a quote, if it's a verse from La Biblia or whatever other spiritual text, or if it's a meme, something that I can write down, or if it's a phrase, such as last week we learned how to say, amo lo que quiero, right? Or amo lo que hago, I love what I do. When it's something meaningful that I want to commit to memory, I write it down on an index card. And if you don't have any index cards, está bien, you can write it um, just cut up a piece of paper and I love colors. Me encantan los colores. So siempre estoy utilizando los marcadores. And so I like to write stuff in color. And so I'm looking right now in my space and place. I love colors where it just resonates with me. And so one of the quotes that I'm about to share with you right now has been posted on an index card and actually in azul. The way you pronounce blue is azul is not azul. Every time you see a z, z, z in Spanish, think of it as an S sounds azul. And so it's escrito en azulito. And this is what this quote says. Para ser agradecido. Es uno de los mejores antídotos del estrés y de los pensamientos negativos. Let me say it again. Para ser agradecido. Es uno de los mejores antídotos del estrés y de los pensamientos negativos. So this week while people are celebrating el Día de Acción de Gracias, this actual holiday, or people say Family Day or Turkey Day, whatever you want to deem it, or maybe you don't celebrate it because you're like, nah, what you did to la gente indígena en los Estados Unidos and what you still do to them is una injusticia and injustice, so I'm boycotting it. Yeah! I'm, stay black. If you ain't black, stay whatever you are. Um, I respect that as well. But I want to dig a little bit deeper, and then we'll talk about the Spanish, like how to say I'm thankful for my house, my job, my, my opportunities, my children, mi familia, all those things. But I want to dig deeper about why it's important to embrace and to cultivate and maintain a mindset of el agradecimiento, which means thankfulness, right? So this quote says, para ser agradecido, to be thankful, es uno de los mejores antídotos del estrés y de los pensamientos negativos. To be thankful, to be a thankful person, to practice gratitude, to be appreciative for the things and the people you have ya en tu vida. Just be thankful is one of the best antidotes against stress and negative thoughts or negative thinking, right? So let's break this down a little bit more. I'm from the D as in D. So when I was growing up in Los 90, in the 90s, I always looked forward to Friday mixes. And for anyone que tiene menos años que yo, that's younger than me, and you're like, what are you talking about? There's like a playlist. Nah. Before all that, we used to have um, listen to the radio and you actually looked forward to a show coming on Exclusive for a specific time new mix. because we didn't have this concept of, oh, I can look for this up on YouTube or listen to it on iTunes at a later time or my select playlist or, you know, this a la carte when you want it, how you want it, yeah! a su preferencia, you know, a su gusto, that wasn't it. If something came on at a specific time and date, that's when you had to stay tuned. And so on Friday nights in Detroit, in La Ciudad de Toa, in Detroit, Michigan, the DJs would do their thing. And, you know, that's what I love. Not, language is a reflection of the culture. And so just like there are regionally specific colloquial terms, 
um, music while we have, oh, this is what we consider to be black American music, right? Styles or American music genres. You have also this regional sound and it's oftentimes found um, you can listen to the house music or the mixed music. And I only really, really now appreciate it even more having lived in Baltimore because the sound, the house yeah. music in be more different than it is in Jersey. And I love New Jersey um, club mixes. I love that sound. But it's totalmente diferente de la música like this club music from Detroit. Why am I bringing this up? Because one of the songs that used to always be played, and I remember with my stereo system, you will have to hold on the record button and the play button at the same time to press record para grabar, para hacer una grabación. And what I used to love doing making a recording would be for the mixes on Friday night for our version of house music. And one of the songs that used to come on, break it down, out, out, break it, 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 break. The song was actually called Lay It Down, but I like to remember it as break it, 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 break it down so I can use it so we can break down this grammar. So we about to break it down. I like to use that con mis estudiantes when we're going to break down some concept, some word. So again, while we're in this introductory level, I'm spelling things out to you using the English alphabet, even though we are going to pronounce it in el español, con la lengua, los fonéticas, all those things that are españoles. So remember, we have a, e, i, o, u, a, e, i, o, u. What? We have las cinco vocales. Say them with me. A, e, i, o, u, a, e, i, o, u. What? A-E-O-U. A-E-E-O-U. What? A-E-E-O-U. What? A-E-E-O-U. Bueno, remember las vocales. So even though I'm going to spell some words out to you in English, we are going to pronounce them con español, right? Okay, just want to put that disclaimer because maybe you're just tuning in por la primera vez hoy. So the word for... The day is el agradecimiento. Now let's do a brief challenge real quick. I'm going to say this word slowly a few times. And before I spell it out, como se escribe, I want you, based off what you are learning con las vocales españoles, because remember, the written form of the letters, A-E-I-O-U, is written using that Roman letter A-E-I-O and U. It's just that in español, we pronounce it as A-E-I-O-U, English, we have a e a e i o u, but we also know we can say We got these long and short vowels, and we got these random combinations, you know, because el inglés is just like a mixture of a whole lot of different. They got a whole bunch of baby mamas and daddies all in one combined. It's a big, uh, it's a big hookup with the origins of the language of inglés. Where Spanish comes directamente de Latin. And so you have A, E, I, O, U, and that's it. Two words. First word is El, which is E L, space. Try to write out how you think this is spelled based off how I pronounce it in Espanol. I will say the word tres veces, three times, and I want you to write out how you think you should spell it. Then I will. Spell it to you using English, okay? Agradecimiento. 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 Agra, 
padecimiento. En español se escribe, in Spanish, this is how we pronounce or spell out this word, A-G-R-A-D-E-C-I-M-I-E-N-T-O. Or in English, this would be spelled out, A-G-R-A-D, as in dog, E-C-I-M, as in mindfulness. I don't want to say M as in money. <laughs> M as in mindfulness. I-E-N, N as in no, 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 no. T as in time, O. Now ask yourself, did you spell it accordingly? El agradecimiento, el agradecimiento. Repeat after me. Agradecimiento, el agradecimiento. One more time, el agradecimiento. ¿Qué significa esa palabra? What does this mean? El agradecimiento means thankfulness. It means gratitude. It means appreciation. So again, whether or not you celebrate El Día de Acción de Gracias, Thanksgiving or not, whether or not you even want to even think about it because you know the historical context associated with this day of celebration, um, or maybe you just think this is family day, you don't want to associate with, you know, happen, what happened with um, the colonizers and the native people of Los Estados Unidos. Whether or not you celebrate it or not, I still want to address why, the why factor, right? Because regarding back to that quote, para ser agradecido, to be thankful is uno de los mejores antídotos. It's the best antidote for stress y lo pensamiento negativo. You're listening to my mommy, Jessie Feliz, on Spanish Swag. Bye-bye. All right, so... I want to break it down even more. And I know I frequently talk about the website or the app Spanish Dict, D-I-C-T, get your mind out together, dot com. I love it because you have examples, you have synonyms, um, you have it in context con frases completas with complete sentences. And I love the best part about it is you get this audio visual. You visually get to see a native Spanish speaker pronounce the words, which is super, super um, helpful. I also like wordreference.com. I actually use both sites. And it really just depends on, it really just depends on the context. I think wordreference.com is also very helpful because you can click on a word and hear someone with a Mexicano accent, someone con un acento español y con un acento argentino. So you get to hear it pronounced and there are certain words that are pronounced differently. Um, but specifically with this word, reference.com, I looked up antidoto, antidoto, which means antidote. And in parentheses, in parentheses right next to it, it said contra el veneno, which means that which is against, it works against venom. And I was just thinking like, okay, I know we say, oh, you need the antidote, but this is deeper. Remember, we got to break it down. We got to carve through it to really get, um, garner this understanding. So being thankful is the best thing against venom. Wait a minute, no one's walking around getting bit. We're not like Peter Parker up in his mug getting bit by Spideys. No, what is that venom then? What is this venom? What is this? So I looked, then I went to dictionary.com, y'all. I love using the resources that we have been given. That's another thing to be thankful for, that we have information 
<laughs> at our disposal, we can access so many different things, right? But again, it's not about covering a whole lot. It's about mastering more. So when you go to dictionary.com, dictionary.com, and you look up what is the meaning, more. the definition for antidoto or antidote, it says something that prevents or counteracts injurious or unwanted effects. So then my next question is, this is part of what I talk about doing a word study. I literally get my pen and paper while I utilize online resources. I still think it's muy importante. I love using the term processing paper. If you're really dedicated to like learning this language and really developing yourself, then I highly, highly, highly suggest that you have a notebook, whether it's a folder and you have your papelitos, está bien, but you need to have it all um, in a compiled space. Get your markers, your colored pencils, your pens, and really commit to this work, right? You have practice yields permanence. I literally have certain notebooks for certain things. I have my motivational notebook where I write quotes down in Spanish and English that I refer to on a regular basis. I try to do it diariamente todos los días every day. I ain't going to lie. Some days I may just get to one page or one quote, just keeping it real. Other days, I'm like with it. This is like bread, lunch, bread, lunch, water, all that good stuff that you need diariamente. I also need positive energy flowing and feeding myself with those positive words. I have another photo that I'm really focused on grammar. You may like it all together. Whatever it is, you got to commit to this work. So I use these online free tools to help me process and translate and get a deeper understanding because then it's going to set well with you and it's going to resonate with you and permeate. Okay, so let's repeat the word first of all for thankfulness. El agradecimiento. El agra, agradeci. El agradecimiento. Not miento. Miento. A, E, E, E. Miento. El agradecimiento means appreciation. It means thankfulness. It means gratitude. And we know from the first unknown um, source that para ser agradecido, to be thankful, is uno de los mejores antidotos del estrés y de los pensamientos negativos. So the best way, according to this unknown wise author, the best way, the best way to be contra this venomous situationship of stress and negative thinking is to be thankful, to practice thankfulness. And being appreciative for todo lo que tiene en tu vida. But I want to dig a little bit deeper. That's part of breaking it down. You need an antidote for things that are venomous. For things that prevent or are injurious. And they counteract um, what you want in your life. Right? You want to be able to counteract the unwanted things. The unwanted effects rather, of those things. Porque sabe una cosa, no podemos controlar nada. <laughs> no podemos controlar nada. Podemos, lo siento. We can't control anything except we can control how we react. We can control are we going to wallow in whatever the circumstance or contexto is in our life, right? And so this is something that we can control, which is being thankful. And so this antidote, thankfulness, as an antidote against the venomous things. So I have to ask myself, well, ¿cuáles son los sinónimos? I want to get deeper. What are some of the synonyms for something that's injurious, right? Adverse, damaging, destructive, 
harmful, unconducive, unhealthy, poisonous. So if el agradecimiento es el antidoto, if being thankful, being grateful, being appreciative is the medicine that I need to like get rid of, to lessen all the damaging, adverse, destructive thinking and levels of stress that are unhealthy, right? Then it means through el agradecimiento, through thankfulness, through appreciative, um, through appreciation, through gratefulness, through an attitude of gratitude, then I can experience the antonyms of the negative thing, right? I can now experience the opposite, which means I can experience the opposite effects. Think about when you're sick, right? These are your current symptoms. You got the ooh, the ah, the ooh, right? So you take medicine, hopefully to heal yourself. Sometimes the medicine is just to treat those adverse effects. And as a result, you should now have positive symptoms or positive or healthy effects. Things that are healthy, curing, mending, favorable, beneficial, constructive. All of that comes from being thankful. And don't we all want to have like constructive energy around us and a healthy mindset within us? Now, let me pause for the calls because it may be some of us to think everything's perfect in my life. I have absolutely no need to dig any deeper. My awe is everything that it needs to be. I like mixed accents. I was like, I don't know what I was just doing right there. But if that's you, shout out to you, boo-boo. Do you, boo-boo. But for me, I know this is something that you have to practice. The same way a quote says, La felicidad, happiness is algo que practica como el violín. Happiness is something that you have to practice just like you practice the violin. Well, I'm going to say gratitude is something as well. El agradecimiento. You have to practice it. Some people, a part of their religious belief, have certain practices. Being black American, we have cultural practices. You know, and so that are associated with our culture. And so you all, all of us as human beings, we go through different seasons. Like holistically, not just el otoño, la primavera, el verano y el invierno. The physical seasons are there, but then what about the internal seasons, the psychological seasons we're in as well, emotional seasons, spiritual seasons. And so I really want to just encourage us all to, to cultivate cultivation. Think about when you're growing a garden. It's not like, oh, I'm going to plant this seed, water it and deuces. Nah, that plant going to die. Cultivation is ongoing. It's every day. Sometimes you got to snip, snip, rip, rip, redo. You got to always water, but water within reason. Because every plant, some plants don't need agua todos los días. Some plants need that sol directo. Some plants need a little shade, right? But we want to cultivate this constructive energy around us. And even more importantly, have a healthy mindset within them. So again, there may be some people say, hey, I have everything. I'm all good in the hood. It's all good in the hood. Everything's fine. Shout out to you. For the rest of us, 
Everything at all moments, at all times of the day is not perfecto. And even when the situation may seem to be good, you still got to be woke. You still got to be aware. You can't be up here sleeping on yourself or on your community or on your family, right? So what can help us is to practice thankfulness. Para ser agradecido or agradecida. Um, I also want to say que es muy importante for us as people and specifically para mi gente, nosotros, los afroamericanitos, while we have the culture that we have and we have our beautiful heritage coming from Africa and some of us have mixed heritage as well, right? Extract the good, leave behind the bad. We also want to just be mindful that we do not embrace the colonizer capitalistic mindsets that have been like placed on us just by nationality, by birth. Like we were born into a highly capitalized, capitalistic oriented society. And we as black people the past 400 years have had to navigate through that. And we've done an amazing job navigating through a whole lot of craziness, <laughs> a lot of uh, dehumanizing craziness. Let me add that part on there. Nonetheless, when we travel abroad, or if you are still up in Los Estados Unidos, we have to be woke, everybody. It's not enough to just say you're learning a language. The language is a reflection of the people. So how are you going to be, oh, I can speak Spanish, but then you give four flux about the people. Or what are you doing to contribute and to be mindful, to have empathy, right? One of the richest people that I know on the planet, um, that I know personally, I, I doubt this individual has at times $50 to her name. I don't need to name names because my spirit knows who I'm referencing. And I hope it just like... She knows, we know each other. We communicate in Spanish and English with each other. This is my sister without having any shared blood, except way back in the day, her people were brought through forced migration and deposited in what is now America Central. And my people through forced migration were brought to what is now present day Los Estados Unidos. But I remember one day I was in Costa Rica and mi playa favorita and my favorite beach, Punta Uva. And me and mi amiga were sitting there and I was going through all the motions because part of my story is I did not travel to Costa Rica with a U.S. income. Like, yeah, I got <laughs> that monthly pension. I got that monthly U.S. income. I'm a digital nomad. Nah, I had like cinco mil dollares, $5,000 in my bank account. Like, yeah, let's do this. Let's. Let's do it. Um, and so I'm so thankful for my experience because the jobs I had were regular people jobs. Like I didn't have no U.S. income, nada. I was like grinding and hustling and learning what it means to make mil quinientos la hora. Sometimes mil la hora, $2 an hour. And working hard. <laughs> oh, um, but I remember... Me and mi amiga went to Punta Uva. Fuimos allá. Went to the beach. And we were sitting there. And again, this was earlier on when I had first moved to Costa Rica. And 
that colonizer energy, y'all. We don't even be aware of it. It's in us, so we got to extract that. We just got to extract it. We do. Consciously be aware of what you're saying. And so I was sitting there on, on this beautiful beach with mi amiga, who's like mi hermana, como hermana, like my sister. And we're sitting there, and I'm just telling her, I don't know how I'm going to pay this bill or do that. I only, you know, I'm breaking this all down. And then she told me, shh, silencio, Jesse. And then she said, do you know right now in this moment, she's speaking all this to me in Espanol, that we're millionaires? And I instantly stopped crying, like, millionaire? Who? Who, boo? Because I ain't, and you definitely ain't no millionaire. And she was like, feel the breeze, feel the sun, feel the sand, feel the air, feel the love, feel your family, think of the food that you're eating, think of the clothes on your back, think about the people who care about you. And at that moment, all I could do was just like, not only embrace her words, but process those words. And I think her words literally planted a seed in me that relates to what we hear. Don't worry about a thing. Every little thing is going to be all right. But even more than that, just being thankful. Just be thankful. Curtis Mayfield said it beautifully. Stand tall. You may not have this. You may not have that. But look at all the things that you do have in your life. Growing up, I would always hear, there's people in this place or that place that wish they had what you had. So then it was kind of like, I'm, I, it was almost like guilt. I'm sorry, because somebody over there wish they had this Nintendo, this Atari. Somebody wish they had this Atari. And it's crazy. It's culturally, I do that same with my thing with my daughter. En serio? Así es como tú andas? You walking around like this? But I break it down even more because I try not to be a materialistic thing at all. I break it down to her. agua? Agua caliente? Not only water, but you got hot water. That's a luxury. 75% for real, y'all. 75% of the world lives off one U.S. dollar a day or less. <laughs> Afghanistan right now. Millions. I think it's over like 20, like 25 million, 28 million people right now are potentially facing starvation as with the pending winter especially with everything that's been going on recently and so when we are sitting up here complaining about things that are not important be thankful be mindful of all of what you do have already en tu vida alan cohen says se feliz con lo que tienes be happy i'm gonna inject with that happiness be thankful for what you have. Entusiastate con lo que quieres. Be enthusiastic. Get passionate. Go hard. Grind hard for the things that you want. But don't be so caught up on the things that you want. And the places where you want to be. And how you want your context to change. That you are not being thankful for what you already have in tu vida. Sé feliz. Sé agradecido. So... It's all about balance. And part of being woke, we have to also remember that practice yields permanence. So when you are in a certain mood or certain things are going on and you're like, what in the world is going on? I just want to remind you to be agradecido. Repeat after me. Agradecido. Agradecida. 
agradecido, agradecida. Be thankful. Be thankful. Practice it because it really will help out with the negative thinking. I never have a negative thought. Okay, look. <laughs> I always do that because there's always somebody, well, this don't apply to me because I don't... Okay, see, si no te aplica. If it don't apply to you, press pause for the cause or deuces. Está bien. But for anybody else who this is applicable, I just want to stress that. You know, um, it's interesting... My experience living abroad for tres años, comparing it to my life before living abroad and reflecting now back in Los Estados Unidos. And if I could find a picture, anybody that looks at my throwback, it wouldn't be on Instagram because I didn't have Instagram back then. But like on Facebook, my sister used to, <laughs> my sister Kelly Welly, follow her please on IG at Kelly L. Ferguson. She's like such an inspiration. Um, her book that she wrote is called in the meantime, in the meantime, between when you were for the things that you want versus what you have reflecting on in the meantime, what's your, in the meantime, what are you going to do in the meantime? How are you going to perceive things in the meantime? How are you going to just process and navigate life in the meantime? Well, it's crazy because I promise you again, I did not have the traditional expat living abroad experience with that U.S. income. Um, and so when I was pregnant with my daughter, um, that would have been 2014. Oh, it's so crazy. I can laugh now. I literally, y'all, wore the same pair of Crocs. I was so geeked. I crossed the frontera and entre Costa Rica y Panama. I'd never forget it. I think I went like in January or something and I crossed the border um, or Febrero. I can't remember. You y'all know about that border run every three months. And so I crossed the border and there we went to this small town called Changuinola. Anybody that's living up in El Caribe Sur in Puerto Viejo de Salamanca, you all know about those border runs and a lot of people go to Changuinola. And so... There was a croc store. Like this was, I was so excited. Like, oh my gosh. Like there's a croc store, like the actual name brand croc store. Cause you know, you can find the bootleg plasticos like everywhere. They say vende. But I went to the croc store in Changinola. And of all the colors, I mean, they had my size, but I chose neon green. And y'all, I was so, they were so comfortable. And I was so impressed <laughs> and so proud of my neon green crocs. And y'all, straight up, anyone that knew me in 2014, roll with me. I literally wore these same pair of Crocs every single day. Every single day. I may have had another pair of flip-flops that I interchanged. And my sister Kelly, when she came to visit me after I had the baby, she was like, Jessica, you still got on them same Crocs. And I was like, yeah, I could rinse them off in water. They were great for the rain season, comfortable. You know, I wasn't having no sweaty feet. And I just remember her, it, the, whatever picture I took, you saw these neon green Crocs on my feet. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but just be thankful. While I only had that one pair of shoes, primarily, I think I had maybe two other pairs. It's crazy how while the tangible things were um, 
lower. Like I didn't have many tangible things. The amount of hum- humility on the inside that was being cultivated, planted, watered, tended to, man, it just like grew me so much as a human being. And in that growth, my Spanish grew right along with it. And I had so many amazing um, conversations and experiences. And I'm just so thankful. Estoy bien agradecida. Muy, muy, muy agradecida por todo, 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 for everything. From that time, from now to everything. And I think we can get so caught up, you all. And then aquí en los Estados Unidos, you know, right now it's Black Friday. And oh, I got to get this. And people going in debt. And people taking out credit cards to buy stuff. And none of this stuff matters. Nada. My daddy was a sharp brother. Talking about language. Sharp. If someone's learning the English language, we say sharp. It is spelled S. H-A-R-P, sharp. Oh, he's dressed in a very sharp manner. (laughs) No one says sharp in my family, in my family, in my familia, in mi comunidad. Maybe in other places you do, but me, my people up in Detroit, nobody's walking around saying, oh, he was very sharp. We say, man, he was sharp, sharp. (laughs) I would hear everybody say, oh, he's sharp. Oh, he's so sharp. Almost like a slight B sound. Sharp. It's sharp instead of sharp. My daddy was so sharp, y'all. Ooh, with his suits. Él era pastor. He was a pastor. Um, in his later years, he worked for Ameritech slash Michigan Bell. Um, used to climb the poles. Not dance on the poles. No. Climb the poles and change, like, the telephone lines. Hardworking. Muy trabajador. Very hardworking man and very clean. He kept his nails he was very clean brother and muy sharp. He had all these suits. And I know when he, I'm referencing that cause I remember when he was in a casket and me and my sister were there and we were there with our aunt. And I know my aunt woman, Jean had encouraged us to go, you know, pay your respects. This was at the wake before the actual day of the funeral. And I was like, nah, I ain't trying to go up there. <laughs> I'm good. I can see him from right here. And when my sister and I went up there to see him, you know, we had picked out one of his um, nice looking shab blue suits. And he had his, his gaiters and was looking, you know, my Detroit players. Everybody know that brothers in Detroit, that old school, real sharp look, bright colors, all that stuff. But it was just his earth suit. But his spirit was no mas. It was not there. He was no more animated. He wasn't daddy. It was daddy's earth suit dressed in a suit. And at that moment, I'm like, man, we got to, you have to be thankful. Thankful for all the things. But I think about how many of us get caught up on the suits and the clothes and the bling and all this other stuff that we put on our actual earth suits. But what about you on the inside? As Kendrick Lamar says, I don't got the jewelry on me. I got the jewelry in me. Now, I love wearing my hoops. I'm going to wear my hoops. I'm not saying don't wear joyaria. I'm not saying that. But if your focus is so much on the external and you are not focusing on what is up on the inside, 
then you got to evaluate. This got to be on a regular basis, y'all. Like, for real, for real. What jewelry am I wearing? But what jewels do I got on the inside? Am I practicing el agradecimiento? And I'm being thankful for what I have, who I have in my life. Am I grinding? Entusiastate con lo que quieres. Am I grinding hard, being enthusiastic, working hard for the things that I want? At the same time that I'm at least por mínimo being thankful for what I already do have. Mindfulness. So I hope to encourage all of us that as we practice mindfulness with a spirit of gratefulness, that we can transfer that same daily practice into learning el español. Last thing I want us to do before we transition into describing the things that we're thankful for. Um, and I'm going to give you all some sentence structures and I'm going to encourage you all to look up things on your own. You have to be committed to this work. If you have a pen and paper, I need you to draw the following and I want you to draw this left to right. So think about it horizontally. Please do not draw these images up and down, not vertically, left to right. So primeramente, go ahead and I drew it earlier, but I'm going to draw it again. Let's go ahead, starting on the left side of your paper, let's draw some clouds. The way we say clouds in Spanish is las nubes. Las nubes. Con lluvia. Let's make some raindrops coming down from the clouds. Okay. And then let's go ahead, some relampagos. Let's add some lightning. Let's make it look like a really cloudy cloud. The cloudy clouds. It's looking like some um, tormenta. That's a storm. All right. Now, let's draw the equal sign to the right of this. And now on the opposite, let's draw el sol, the sun. So on the right side of the equal sign, you should have the sun. And on the left side of the equal sign, you should have some nubes, some clouds, con lluvia, y relámpagos, trueno, thunder, some torrential, unfavorable weather. So looking at this right now, this equation doesn't seem to make sense, right? Because la lluvia no es el sol. Las nubes son diferente que el sol, Right? Clouds, rain, thunder does not equal the sun. So let's go ahead and for those that remember in matematicas, if you want to say does not equal, um, you need to draw a diagonal from the right above the top line of the equal sign past um, the bottom line of the equal sign. You want to draw a diagonal and this is how you make the symbol does not equal. But we're not stopping there. So we clearly know that cloudy weather um, mal tiempo, bad weather, does not equal the sun, right? So now this equation is looking more favorable as far as like making sense. But now I want us to draw a big X over the sun. Let's extend this. Not only does that weather not equal the sunshine, clearly, but it also doesn't cancel the sun either. The sun is still there, 
light is still there, even in the midst of la oscuridad, darkness, even in the midst of la lluvia, even when it's real cloudy clouds. I have my little two-year-old, so we watch a lot of Mickey Mouse, and he's always like the cloudy clouds, cloudy clouds. Even with the cloudy, cloudy weather, cuando está bien nublado, right? Cuando hay nubes, todavía hay sol. Todavía existe el sol. The sun is still there. It doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It means that you may not be able to see it, but the sun is still there. And because the sun is still there, you still have an opportunity to be agradecido, to be thankful. Just be thankful. I love that. Be thankful, y'all. Be thankful every day, not just around the holiday season. Oh, we're going to donate turkeys to families. That's a great thing to do. But if you're only caring about people once a year, uh, <laughs> we may need to check that. Okay, so let's transition into Espanol. The way that we say, I am thankful. Now, el agradecimiento means thankfulness. That's the noun. El sustantivo. Los sustantivos are nouns, person, place, or thing. El agradecimiento means thankfulness, por lo general. I want to push this to where we could say, I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for this, that, whoever, right? So, let's write down estoy, E-S-T-O-Y, estoy and if you are a male, chico, go ahead and write agradecido. A-G-R-A-D-E-C-I-D-O. If you're a chica, instead of a O, you're going to write an A. Agradecida. Males write estoy agradecido. Females write estoy agradecida. Now let me pause. There may be some brothers and sisters right now listening that say that they don't associate with being chico or chica. Está bien. Pero en español, in the Spanish language, adjectives have a gender associated with it. That is the construct of the language. I want to encourage us all. We can make connections and comparisons between American English y español, but we can't make cancellations. Like, I can't cancel out how another culture how they um, pronounce their language and try to put my Americanized thinking, linguistic thinking on it. That's not speaking with swag. I cannot be up here like, nah, I'm not going to say that because that ain't it. That's not how it works. If I'm a male, I say estoy agradecido. If I'm a female, I say estoy agradecida. Now, you can choose to say o or a because this is you describing yourself, but you can't just not include o or a. Right? You gotta use an O or an A. If not, you'll be saying, Estoy agradecido. <laughs> it's, 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 it's challenging for us to sometimes understand it because in English we just say, I'm grateful. It's not grateful, O, grateful, ah, gratefuls. It's just, I'm grateful. Pero en español, there is a gender associated. Grammatically, there's a gender associated with that adjective. Right? If I want to say we're grateful more than one person, I would say estamos agradecidos. I add an S at the end to represent plurality. So whichever one that you want to use, agradecido or agradecida, that is your decision. But I just have to let you know when you're learning a language, you got to learn 
and respect the people's language. Now, there's some things that I'm like, nah, boo, I ain't going to do that. <laughs> and that's your own decision. But I would be remiss. I'm like, oh, go ahead and do whatever you want to do at the end. That would, it, it negates the language. So, nah, you got to do the O or the A. So, estoy agradecido. I'm thankful. Estoy agradecida por P-O-R. Let's go back over to make sure we spelled agradecido or agradecida correctamente. A-G-R-A-D-E-C-I-D-O or D-A. Estoy agradecido por, por, P-O-R. Por does not mean four as in cuatro más cuatro or dos más dos es cuatro. Two plus two equals four. We're not talking about el numero. We're talking about the preposition. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my house. I'm thankful for my friends. Okay? So let's go over some basic phrases that I would hope that we are thankful for. Estoy agradecida por mi familia. Repeat after me, everyone. Familia. Familia. A I I A. Familia. Do not walk around talking about, oh, I speak with swag. And you're like, familia. Now they know that's not what is right. That? I me familia. I hear that all the time. What is, is that song? Kids familia. 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 Estoy agradecido por mi familia. For those that have children. Estoy agradecido por mis hijos. H is shh. La H is silenciosa. Shh. H is silent. Hijos. And J is pronounced like an H. So la H is silenciosa. Shh. And J is pronounced like an H. H-I-J-O-S. Hijos. Hijos, for children. Estoy agradecida por mis hijos. Por mi casa. Not casa. Casa. Por mi familia. Por mis amigos. When you are talking about something plural, remember I said earlier when I wanted to say, we're thankful, agradecidos. I had an essay. So you got to make it all match. That's the grammatical part of like, nouns and genders agree. And um, nouns and adjectives agree in gender and in number. Thank you. To shout out to my high school Spanish teacher because I remember that jingle still to this day. That mnemonic device helps me out. So if I want to say I'm thankful for my friends, plural, I would say estoy agradecida por mis. I got to make it all match. Mis, M-I-S, amigos, A-M-I-G-O-S. Mis amigos, mis vecinos. Vecinos, V, remember V's are pronounced like a B, it's not vecino. Vecinos, V, as in my daddy's name, Vicente, Vincent, E-C-I-N-O-S, por mis vecinos. I know a lot of people, you know, times have changed. I do feel like when I was a little girl, uh, whether on, on my grandma's block or... And my own street growing up, we were a lot more close-knit with our community, like our local physical community. I think it also is because a lot of people do not send, everyone doesn't send their kids to the neighborhood school. We have a lot of charter schools now. Some kids go to private schools. Some people are homeschooling. So we have a lot of different dynamics now. Kind of like you used to grow up with the neighborhood kids so your parents knew each other, whether y'all had a block party or not, or it was like, family like generations kept that house so like you knew the grandmama you knew the great grandmama all those different things 
but times are changing. So sometimes we're a little disconnected. I am thankful um, that, because I can even remember living in Baltimore. I didn't kick it with any of my neighbors. Like it was just a wave when I drove by. I lived in a house for cinco años. I didn't have a relationship with my neighbors. And that was on me. I'm not going to blame them. I didn't walk over and say, hey, I got some apple pie for you, neighbor. <laughs> I didn't do that either. Um, it's just different. I will say I'm, I communicate with my neighbor now. Like me and her have a really good relationship. But like everybody on the block, I don't like communicate with that. My grandma's block, I knew a lot more people growing up. Um, even El Papa, not Papa, El Papa de mi hijo, my son's father, like I communicate more with some of the people on his block too. But in Costa Rica, I would definitely say, at that time, estoy bien agradecida por mis vecinos, for my neighbors. Like I remember when my daughter was born and, um, neighbors came bringing food. It, I mean, it was like a manger scene in a sense, not comparing my daughter to the most high at all, but the concept of giving, um, of gifts giving. And it wasn't, I didn't have a baby shower and do what we do here. It was very different and unique and raw and organic. And I loved it. And it deepened my perspective on life and things that matter. And I had one neighbor, that same amiga I was telling you about that told me we're millionaires when we were on the beach in Punta Uva. La misma vecina. She's the same person that came, even though I had a washer and dryer, because I was managing um, a property that had a washer and dryer, so I had access to it. Even though I had that, she came on her bicicleta, on her bike, grabbed all my dirty clothes, and went and washed and dried and folded and plantado, like iron pressed all my clothes and brought it back to me. Like, who does that? Ain't nobody on my block like, hey, yo, Jessica, your dryer ain't working this week. Let me take that for you. <laughs> None of that. Now, I will say shout out, Ike Descanse and Paz. Rest in peace to Mr. Bob. I was bien. Oh, my goodness. I was so thankful. I am still thankful. He's deceased now. But I had an amazing Vietnam War veteran, Mr. Bob. Um, my son's father calls him Uncle Bobby. <laughs> but Mr. Bob and his wife, Tui, she was Vietnamese. And Mr. Bob was white American. And this guy was an amazing vecino. Amazing. Like, you need the elders, y'all, in the neighborhood. The neighborhood watch folks that are retired, that are just chilling and looking out the window, checking up, making sure you bring your bin out for recycle day. And if you forget, we'll come get your stuff. I mean, he was just so gracious. Him and his wife, they used to bring little snacks over for my daughter. And they looked out like, it's a beautiful, I'm thankful that moving back to Detroit, I was able to experience that. And I'm able to experience like that neighbor. Because sometimes your neighbor plays a different role than your BFF, than your cousin, than your familia, you know? And so what's dope about living abroad is most of the time, especially as an expat, you form this community. And so whether they're your physical neighbors or at least you're able to link up with them, but I would encourage you form, you know, organically, don't force someone. Here's the apple pie. You're my neighbor. I'm your neighbor. <laughs> We're neighbors. Somos vecinos. No, but hopefully it happens in an org organic manner for you to like get those relationships going through vecinos because neighbors can be really awesome. I even had some, Tourists that were like um, long-term tourists that also became really dope neighbors. And 
they brought us, they cooked some food for us. I mean, that was just such a blessing. And I'm always so thankful for it. So, vecinos means neighbors. Estoy agradecida por mi comunidad. Por mi tribu. I love the word tribu. T-R-I-B-U. Tribu means tribe. You know, you may have members of your tribe that are not blood family, but you all are close. Um, your tribe may not even all be in the same proximity as you, but you still are united. Estoy agradecida por mi cultura. And so the word that stands out the most to me on my list right now is estoy agradecida por mis antepasados. Everybody say that. Estoy agradecido o agradecida por mis antepasados. You would not be here if it was not for tus antepasados. I would not be here if it was not for. Si no fuera por tu gracia, por tu amor. Si no fuera por... Si no fuera por mis antepasados. I learned that phrase, si no fuera por, if it wasn't for, from learning a song in Spanish. You want to learn Espanol, whatever genre of music you like in English, we have amazing people. Follow BlackSitRadio.com. There's an amazing amount of DJs out there that can hook you up with some great tasting music, um, different than your traditional playlists when you're searching, or however you find your music, but whatever genre of music you're into, Try to find the equivalent of that in Espanol and read those lyrics. It is such an amazing tool. Si no fuera por. I never learned that phrase in school. All my years of education, I never learned to say, if it wasn't for. It's a gospel song. Well, um, a contemporary song. Si, si, no, si no fuera por tu gracia, por tu amor. If it wasn't for your grace and your love. So now I can apply that sentence structure and say, si no fuera por mis antepasados. Isn't that dope? That's the language. That's what's so amazing about language learning. We have all these resources. Si no fuera por, if it wasn't for, si no fuera por, say it. I want you to think about somebody right now in tu vida, if it wasn't for that person. And I want you to say with me, si no fuera por, and say their name. Si no fuera por mis antepasados, if it wasn't for my ancestors, where would I be right now? Where would you be right now? So I just want us to be mindful Right? And to have a spirit of gratitude. To practice el agradecimiento. Because remember, as the quote says, para ser agradecido. It's the best antidote for stress and negative thoughts, y'all. The negative thoughts will come. If you haven't um, listened to Diamond in the Back by Curtis Mayfield in a while, drop that in the track. And I want to put you up on Taurus Riley. Please type in Simple Blessings. Oh, such an amazing artist and such... An amazing song. I am Jesse Feliz again. Follow me again online, Jesse Feliz Plus, and Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and on Instagram. And I just ask you all this question: Por qué estás tú agradecido? Why are you thankful? And just be thankful. And os quiero mucho. Love you all muchísimo. Um, and let's just practice this mindfulness in the spirit of. So gratefulness, right? And apply it to everything that we can in our lives. Adios. Ciao. Your ignorance is not conspicuous. Hey, I'm speaking from experience. Not a guru who's striving for excellence. Been speaking at Espanol desde el colegio. No más monolingüe. Spanish web drip. Yo soy bilingüe. And you can do it too. Apply the Spanish swag. You'll see you through. Hey, this. Speak like a native, practice with feedback, study, get creative. 
W woke, period, consciously be aware what you saying. A, accents matter, stress and expression, romance swagger. G, grammar check, conjugate the verb, she's a writer.